Rural Queensland Today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. Data Farming Managing Director Tim Neal joins us this morning. And farmers are often blamed for the slow um, adoption of technology, but they're not at fault, according to precision agricultural expert Tim Neal. Tim, good morning. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. Thanks, buddy. Um, Look, and that's been the big thing. There's so much technology going around and everybody's saying, why aren't these people embracing it? Why isn't it always? But it really isn't the fact that there aren't people embracing it. It's more to the point that the technology at some stage can fail them. So producers and people are obviously very nervous about going in and investing in something that when it comes to the crunch doesn't get the job done. Yeah, that's been the problem. I I guess, you know, growers, whether they're farmers or, you know, working in irrigation industries or livestock industries, you know, across the board, there's there's been a lot of failures in technology over the years and, and people are a bit spooked by that, I think. And, you know, um, I guess it's, it's probably to do with our, you know, small numbers of people in reality that, you know, compared to other industries that actually, you know, work in agriculture. So, you know, there hasn't been the investment there over the years to build, you know, really good um, user, user experience, I guess, you know, compared to what we see in other parts, uh, you know, software and other other hardware in our normal day, everyday lives. That it, it, it's been a slow burn, but I think everybody realizes now that we do need it, right? So th- th- there needs to come with that investment, and people need to put money behind it. But there is world markets here at the moment, and a lot of people who are, um, you know, who are really, really struggling. But I'm just, I'm just trying to work out how how people you know, and, and I mean this, how people actually get to the point that they can trust it and and we know it's reliable enough. Obviously, uh, data farming, you guys have been working tirelessly since 2017 to try and get, obviously, you know, people to understand it and, and, and you back your product, but we can't sell that secret. So how do we get it right? Yeah, I think it, it, it uh, comes down to understanding how users actually engage with technology and I see a lot of, you know, uh, platforms come out that are super complicated you know people just don't have the time to get you know to sit down and and work through exactly how everything works um like a normal office worker would right someone that's using software every day or 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 whatever um you know they've got the time to actually sit down and and work through how how it works and and how it you know meets their needs whereas farmers are just out mostly outdoors busy you know, so many things going on that they haven't got the time. So it really needs to be simple, intuitive, and deliver instant value. You know, before before we came along, GRDC said that, you know, only about 4% of farmers had looked at a satellite image of their property, and now we're reaching nearly 40% in just under five years. So it can be done. We just need to get the user interface right so that, um, you know, people are getting instant value, and it's a really low barrier to adoption. Um, there's just too many too many uh, loopholes to jump through, and, you know, with a lot of technology. And it could be price points, the starting problem, or it could be just accessing the information. It could be what's the value for me? You know, is it intuitive? Um, I think all those sort of things need to be broken down to get technology adoption. When you do get it like that, you know, when, when you do get it right, people are there in droves. So I think it proves that, you know, farmers do want to invest in technology but there's so many bits of kit that are you know, leaning up the back back of sheds um, that haven't worked that people are, are, are 
are sort of really, um, I guess, hesitant to, to jump in. But I think the, the timing's getting better. We're, we're seeing really good investment in ag tech in the last few years. So the quality of the product coming out now is, is far superior than in the past. And I think it gives people, can give people confidence to, to, to progress in this area. Is it because the satelliting's the satellite imagery is better and these kind of things and the and the and the the back end of it's a lot better? Absolutely, yeah. And the, there's there's been a few big changes. You know, one is the amount of satellites circling above the Earth has increased by 25 percent last year alone. Yeah. Um, access to you know the sort of computing power is better. But one thing, you know, still uh, connectivity in the bush is still really problematic, and that that's also another big barrier. Um, and I guess there's some new technology there that's helping growers as well. But, you know, it, once we get all the pieces together, then uh, the benefits will flow. And like you said, we're, we're going to need this, you know, right now. Um, many markets are asking for this sort of information about, you know, the provenance of food and, and where it's grown. So we, we, as an industry, we need to get on top of this really quickly um, because that's going to be a requirement going forward to, to supply data with the product. Yeah, that's the big thing that a lot of people don't realise um, that when when um, when you don't have that data around the world when you're trying to open up new markets, if if you if you don't have it and you have a going up against a nation that does have it, they are always going to choose that one. Traceability, history, all this kind of stuff is is so important now. So. If, you, if I'm a grazier or, or a farmer and I, I've never been involved in it before, what's the process? How do I wh- – what do I do? Or do I talk to you and, and how do you begin? Um, you know, what we've done is pretty much, pretty much make what we do self-service so that people can log on and, and create their own, you know, sort of profile and username and be, be in straight away getting access to data. And I think that's the key thing is just shortening up that, that entry point and, and reducing those barriers to entry so that people can get value straight away. And then they're on a journey, right? It's, it's Technology is not an end point. It's sort of a journey of discovery and people start that journey at different points. Um, and some people might not be quite ready yet and that's fine. But when you are ready, you can get in and, and actually get access to like things like satellite data for free. Yep. And it's coming over every five days. So, you know, there's the stuff there you can grab right off the shelf now and be getting instant value. Yeah, it's phenomenal, um, and that's the big thing. Um, it, it's a really, a really eye-opening area, and one that I think, Tim, with the more people can trust it, and the more we can see it coming forward. There's a lot of researchers working to improve and getting more data and land solutions, and obviously better cloud-based platforms that they can help everybody. So this is a good thing moving forward. Um, really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for being with us this morning. No, all right. Thanks for you. Thanks for the interview. Thanks. Good on you. Data Farming Managing Director Tim Neal, and, and I think most people should be embracing that. This is Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network.